Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. This podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. Well, today is July 23rd, and if you haven't heard, we're having a heat wave in Phoenix, Arizona. The best thing to do is stay in the house, and what better way to enjoy some time in the house is to do a podcast, right? Well, today I wanted to talk about um, aging in place. Now, May 14th, I did a podcast about bathrooms, how you can set up your bathrooms and still have an independent feeling if you have problems using the bathroom by yourself. So that's really important, especially having grab bars um, and setting up things so that it's safe as well. Well, today, kitchens is my subject. Many years ago, I had worked with ABLE, that stands for Arizona Bridge to Independent Living. This was an organization that would bring people into their uh, workplace or their showroom, if you want to call it that, and train them on how to use different appliances and be independent in the kitchen. These people had um, accidents, maybe they lost a limb or they had a bad back or they just maybe arthritis. And so these are difficult things to work with. My job was to find um, appliances that these people would be comfortable with and also that was geared towards uh, the ADA situation. I do want to emphasize that uh, physical challenges aren't just limited to the problems that I mentioned, but they can also be maybe uh, a person is short or a person is very tall. And typically, our homes are set up for the norm. The average person is about 5'5". Five, five. So when you're shorter than that, it's difficult to work in a kitchen unless you make it your own. Or at the same time, if you're five foot ten, it's difficult to work on a countertop that's only 36 inches from the floor. So a lot of these things have to be taken into consideration when you're designing your kitchen. So we'll, let's start with the countertops. Now, nobody said that they have to be 36 inches above the floor. Now, if you're uh, four foot ten as I am, I am really comfortable with a thirty inch high countertop. So, in my case, I made our island thirty inches above the ground. That's very comfortable for me to stir, roll out dough. Not that I do that often, but I do um, make a salad or cut the vegetables. And so my shoulders are more comfortable at this height. So take that into consideration. Now, if you're in a wheelchair, you have to consider that the person is sitting in a chair and they do want to work at a counter. So the uh, counter height should be anywhere from, say, 28 inches to 30, not higher than that at a workspace. Kitchen sinks and cooktops should actually be barrier-free. That means that you should be able to have an open space under those items so that you can pull your wheelchair, if that's what the um, situation is, under the, those items, and then you're able to use it. While we're at the kitchen sink, let's talk about faucets. I think using a single lever faucet would probably be the best way to go, and that's for everybody. Or you can use a touch faucet. 
that has come on the market and has been very popular. You can touch the faucet with the side of your hand. You can just tap it a little bit and the water goes on and then you hit it again and the water goes off. Especially if you're having problems with arthritis. This is an easy to use item and I would recommend it actually for the whole family. While I'm talking about whole family, let's discuss the term universal kitchen. Now, a universal kitchen is really designed to be used for everybody in the family not just the person who is in a wheelchair, say, or the one person who has a bad time with their sight, or maybe a shorter person. So when you design a kitchen, it should be used by everybody easily. So keep that in mind. One of the most important things in a kitchen is to be able to reach things, whether it's glasses, dishware, uh, food, And believe it or not, you can do a whole kitchen without wall cabinets. I like the look, and it's more practical for me. But if you're going to use wall cabinets and base cabinets, and the wall cabinets are a little bit higher, then the rest of the family can use it. But try to put as much as you can in the lower portion of the kitchen right below the countertop, so that it's easy for use, whether it's children, people in a wheelchair, um, people who have physical challenges. I think it's a good idea. Matter of fact, there is something on the market where you can just tap the drawer and it automatically opens. That's good if people have a problem grabbing handles. So keep all of these ideas in mind when you're designing your kitchen. I want to talk about appliances again because it's really important to have the right appliances for the right situation. When I said to lower the countertop to 30 inches, you might be saying, yeah, great. What do we do about the dishwasher? But don't forget, you can get a dishwasher in a drawer and put it into a an area that is less than 36 inches. You can also get electric or induction cooktops. I think induction is probably the best way to go in this situation. Um, you can put that in a countertop that's 30 inches high. Look for wall ovens that have side doors that will swing open. It's much easier to reach into the oven from a sitting position than to pull a door down. And also, if you can get appliances that have touch controls rather than knobs, much easier to use as we get older. Uh, That would help with finger strength and controls if you have a problem with that. Most people don't realize that you can actually do a whole kitchen with all of your appliances below the countertop. You can have refrigerator drawers, freezer drawers, wine storage drawers, microwaves can be in drawers, dishwashers, like I said before, can be in drawers, and then the other appliances, the wall ovens, the steamers, the coffee makers, they can all be put lower than the norm. In other words, Put the appliances where it would be easy to use. You don't have to worry about everybody else. You're the one using the kitchen. Let's talk lighting. It is so important to have the proper lighting in any kitchen, no matter who's using the kitchen. And if you haven't figured out that LEDs are the best way to go, then you've got to go to shoppremier.com. Call them, and they will explain to you the differences and advantages of using the LED light bulbs. As we get older... Our corneas turn yellow, and LEDs 
with the proper Kelvin will brighten up the kitchen and make it much easier to use. So don't forget, go to shoppremier.com and ask them to explain to you about LED lighting. And by the way, if you stop at Premier's showroom in Scottsdale, you'll get a free gift when you mention to Ken that you listen to my podcast. So hurry in while supplies last. You'll really enjoy the little gift that they're going to give you. Now, back to lighting. Don't forget to put bright lights over the work areas. It's so important to have your task areas and your ambient lighting and your task lighting all working on separate circuits. That's no matter what kitchen you're doing, that's very important. But in the case of aging in place, put all your outlets in areas where it would be very easy to reach. It doesn't have to be on the back wall above the countertop. It could be on a side wall. It could also be integrated into the cabinets, which would make for easy access for anybody. One more thing I want to talk about are the areas that are common going into the kitchen and the walkways, say, between the appliances and the countertops. If it's not at least 42 inches, there's going to be a problem when people are using wheelchairs. Doorways also should be widened, and doors should have levers, not knobs. Let's make this easy for everybody to get around in the kitchen and use. You'll be much happier. I hope I've covered just about everything you had questions on, but definitely if you have any questions regarding aging in place or anything, you can email any questions at nancy at nancyhugo.com, and I'll answer them as soon as I can. But in the meantime, think about aging in place. Think about making your house easy to live in as you get older and then you will be more independent. But don't forget the safety aspects as well. Now, I'm glad you listened. I'm hoping that you come back to listen to more of my podcasts. And in the meantime, just have a great day.